Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 185 on the Everyday Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Ravella. Now, today's conversation pairs beautifully with yesterday's one, so I'd even go back and listen to it again. It's a really great follow-up conversation. Yesterday, we talked about um, our attitude and things we shouldn't do, and today we talk about, well, how we should behave, so it's a really, really good conversation. Another thing is that this conversation Uh, George shares a story around social media and I just want to remind you that if you aren't a part of the Everyday Joy Facebook group, it's the place to be. It's so supportive. It's so fun and every single day more and more people join and I think they stay because they just love the vibes. Uh, The beauty of this Facebook page is that there are follow-up questions to the conversations and space for you to share as well. In fact, Melissa got involved on the Facebook post and she uh, shared something around Thanksgiving. She said that you can get a cork board and make a visual board of Bible verses and Bible truths to remind you that you are a child of God and he is good. My goodness, I would love to see that. Imagine seeing a beautiful board with all the everyday joy Bible verses that we focus on and maybe one or two things around it that really um, impacts you. That could be a little craft project for you. Hey, let's get into today's Bible verse. As God's people, you must not argue. You must be kind to everyone. You must be a good teacher and you must be patient. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24. I have got George here in studio with me, uh, but actually virtually. So good to have you again, George. Thanks, Joy. Nice to be back. I really enjoy our conversations. And one of the things you do bring uh, from your background as an ordained minister is uh, extra thoughts and ideas around the context of the verse. Before we get there, though, George, what's your first impression of today's one? Just that there's some positive stuff in this verse. You know, these are the sort of things I want to be. Kind to everyone. Good teacher. Patience. I'm like, yep, cool. Sign me up. Yeah. (laughs) I think for me, uh, when I think of this verse, I actually have uh, one particular person who comes to mind. And this person is my grandma. I've talked about her a little bit before on the podcast. And she really was so kind to everyone. She was very patient. And that meant that she was a really, really good teacher. And she held her tongue a lot. She would always take things to God in prayer. The hilarious thing is I'd always know when she was upset because she'd spend like an extra hour or two in her room just... Just praying and talking to God about wow. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think when I think of this verse, I think of the life that she lived and I think all the people who just loved her and who were impacted by the life that she lived because she lived in this way. So that's my first impression, George. Uh, tell me some uh, things about the context of 2 Timothy 2.24. Okay, so 2 Timothy is a letter in the New Testament. It's written to Timothy by Paul. Timothy is a young pastor, and Paul's writing to Timothy because he's Paul's, like, his protege. He's mm. Paul is Timothy's mentor. And so he's giving him some advice about what to do and about how to live. But I don't think that that means we read the content of this letter and we're like, okay, well, that's just for advice, this advice for this guy called Timothy who lived a couple of thousand thousand years ago, or even, you know, just advice for the people he's living among at the time. Actually, I think a lot of this we can read as advice for us too. You know, it's it's stuff we can take on board. And I think that really applies to the specific verse we're looking at. 
So just going d- deeper into that context, just correct me if I'm wrong here, George, this would have happened maybe within the first 10 to 40 years after Jesus died. And so this was the birth of the new church. And a lot of these individuals are trying to spread the word of Jesus and what he did and salvation and all those things. And so at this stage of the story, um, Timothy is someone who's, is he going to different churches? So they're sort of split up because you know, Christianity is spreading and growing. And so part of his role is to just make sure the right things are preached. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. So Paul played a really important role in those first few Christian decades. You know, he's planting churches, he's training other people up. Timothy is one of them. Mm-hmm. He takes him with him and he basically shows him how to do this thing. And now from a distance, he's writing him a letter. He's saying, this is how you put it into practice. This is how you yourself are a pastor. Timothy's quite a lot younger than Paul, we think. And so he's really benefiting in a sort of an almost like a, a father-son relationship. Mm, and I love that because I think that helps me understand the the heart of this verse because you can read it and look at the word must and feel like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a bit excessive. You must not argue. You must be kind. But I think when you look at it from that perspective, it's from a mentor encouraging his young protege um, to, to step forward, to have confidence in what God's called him to do. And also a little bit of like responsibility as well. Like as God's people with the calling you have in your life, you are required to live life to a different standard. And also that applies to all of us listening as well. Um, Maybe for you, you've been a Christian for a really long time and this is your Timothy moment in a way. You have to step up and you've got to be able to um, really represent what God's people um, should look like and sound like and treat people. So, yeah, it's something that I think I picked up and that's what it tells me about God, George. What about you? Yeah, similar thoughts, really. So this um, this particular translation of the verse we're looking at comes from the ERV, the English Revised Version, and it says, as God's people, you should do these things. But I looked up some other versions of the Bible, and they say, as God's servant. And personally, I think that's quite a helpful thing to sort of um, keep in mind as I think about this one. If I'm a Christian, then I am a servant of God. So that means I'm not actually in charge of my life. God is. I'm here to serve him, not the other way around. And so if we're talking about what it, what it tells us about God, I, I think it tells me that he wants me to live as a servant. And what does that look like? Well, it looks like living in a certain way, doing certain things. And part of that is doing these things like being kind to everyone that it mentions in this verse. Mm, yeah. So good, George. And how has this verse particularly come alive in, in your life? Well, just the other day, I heard someone on the radio say that they had never seen someone change their mind in the comment section of a social media post. They were basically saying, look, we shouldn't bother getting involved in these back and forth conversations online because they never make a difference anyway. Mm. But I sort of disagree. Um, And I say that because I had a real life experience where I had a back and forth conversation on a Facebook post and it went really well. Really? So, yeah, I know. Do, do tell. This might be the first time I've heard of a story like this. <laughs> well, what happened is that I had written a little opinion piece on a, a topic as part of my radio job, and um, somebody, let's say they disagreed with it. They they almost had a bit of a go at me for what I'd written, but I just replied calmly. I explained why I had written what I had, and... And after a few comments back and forth, this other person seemed to hear what I was saying and, and they took it on board. And it's funny because the next day I was I was talking to another friend of mine 
in real life who had a very similar reaction that you did. And, and they said, I think this is the first time someone has ever changed their mind on the internet. And I don't want to talk myself up here, but I guess I just tried really hard to be patient and to be kind and to be gracious with my words and to not take offense, I guess, while I was articulating my point of view. And reflecting on it, maybe that was the difference. You know, it seemed to resolve pretty well. So I don't, personally, I don't think we we have to completely stay away from sharing our thoughts on things or getting into these conversations, even if other people might disagree with them. But if we're Christians, if we are servants of God, then we've got to do so with kindness and with patience. Well, that wraps up today's conversation on the Everyday Joy podcast. As we head towards the application part, I want to talk about this idea around social media and having conversations with people online and knowing when to back out, knowing when to speak up and speak your truth. And what I love about what George shared is that he was able to have this back and forth conversation with someone without getting angry, without hurling insults, without getting wrapped up in the he said, she said, this is my view, this is your view. He just patiently and with understanding and grace shared his point of view. And I think that's something that we all can do. Now, bearing in mind, social media might not be the best place for these kinds of conversations because a lot of people come there already with their minds made up, just wanting to vent a little bit. So if you can tell that that person really isn't in a place to uh, be reasoned with, don't waste your energy. (laughs) But if you can see that there's someone who's genuinely wanting to know more and who's a little confused and maybe you can share some thoughts, go for it. Pray about it first, of course, invite God into it and see what happens on the other side of that conversation. Again, if you want to know more about George, he hosts a whole bunch of other podcasts. He does something called the Seven Minute Sermon and the Bible Boost podcast. So if you just Google Reverend George Pink, you'll find all you need. He's going to be back with us all of this week. So look forward to catching up again tomorrow. 